1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Inside information on your teams, honest opinion, and the
2: biggest names in sports. It's time, Las Vegas, for the playmakers. Sunny days keep the clouds away on this Tuesday.
3: The clouds are gone. They were, indeed. they were here earlier.
2: It was. I thought it was going to be kind of a disastrous it day. Was.
3: It was. It started to be all morning, but now the afternoon is here, at least for another like hour and a half, and then back <laughs> yeah, to the darkness have- we go. Right.
2: That's Lindsay. I'm Paul. Thanks for hanging out with us today.
3: Lunch pails and happy smiles, as you say. Into the darkness we go. Yeah, Yeah. I
2: woke up this morning. I was like, oh, that's why it's going to be warm, because Mother Nature provided a blanket over Insulation. the top of, of Las Vegas. Correct. And then it- and then it cleared out, and I was it like, gone. yeah, I'm not mad at it. I'm just like, okay. Well.
3: Yeah. Well, you did say yesterday that uh, yesterday was probably the warmest day that we'll have for the rest of the year, at Correct. least until uh, the Equinox comes back around. And so we don't retain heat super well down here to begin with, let alone during this time of the year. So I guess we're just doing what we always do.
2: I remember one of my first trips thinking to, to Las Vegas as uh, as an adult who could do things in Las Vegas. I came very lightly packed and underpacked for a trip here. And I believe it was in.
3: Excellent. I'm sure the town was very happy to hear that. It was like
2: in. Yeah, it was like in a.
3: You need to buy things. Right. Would you like to go here or here?
2: It was like in a a February or something, like literally February, March. And I came down. I was like, Where are you
3: coming from? That matters. I was
2: coming from Oregon.
3: So there, you got snow on the brain because it's February. I was coming
2: down from a softball tournament, and the weather was, like, sunny, but I didn't check the temperature, so I packed, like, super light.
3: Sun equals 80s, obviously. Well, right,
2: well it's the desert. It's yep. Las Vegas. It's warm. Especially it's sunny. Especially when you're
3: coming from Oregon. There there it has to be pools. warm. It's warmer than here.
2: There are pools. It's
3: swimming weather, baby.
2: And then we had two games set for 10 o'clock in the morning.
3: Oh, man. And it was an
2: ungodly wind. Yes. Both those days, and the winds were coming out of the north, so I'm sitting on metal bleachers. <gasps> With a, the only thing that's keeping me warm as I'm keeping statistics for the uh, Oregon softball team. Is the laptop that's sitting on my bare legs because I had only packed shorts. So
3: college age Paul is now hypothermic.
2: I had <laughs> packed shorts, shorts, and I'm like, I've got socks. I'm literally wearing tube socks, and I'm yeah. borrowing. I borrowed one of the. Uh, I can't. I think she was the starting shortstop. There's she no had,
3: bladder or metal bleacher shredder to uh get the 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 blankets we hand out to the runners now right
2: right yeah no yeah no Couldn't i do that I, I borrowed a pair of sweatpants as the game was is oh, like a second third it. inning no 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 i bought it from one of the team like the even the, better the shortstop from the softball team she's like how'd they fit uh they were fine because everyone's taller than me
3: that's true uh, and sweatpants at least the way i roll with them i like them a couple sizes bigger because right. oh, oh, circus tent effect yeah huge fan oh
2: yeah we we look like we were straight out of the big and tall when we huddle at the airport i'm like sure. we're all just like these like giant stay puff marshmallow men. but do you not go in puddles i'm the only one that did not pack a pair of pants and i'm like i'm yeah. freezing out here and that was that's kind of and the you vibe were just
3: here with the softball team yeah was, i'm shocked that you the sole male misjudged the weather and said you know what we'll just figure it there out were a
2: couple of guys but, but
3: you know what it just seems like you guys are more willing to take chances with with gritting through the weather
2: I have a, but you guys are warmer. So, I have a ton. Or at least no, run so. no, I'm. i I'm. No, I do run pretty warm. Like I can. Yeah. I'll sleep. Pretty much. Butt the testosterone naked most of makes the, year. the
3: furnace burn a little bit right? hotter. Usually.
2: Yeah. Like I, I mean, I love hot weather. I'm like, when it's hundred here, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's okay. See, that's the tolerance of having lived in the desert for like a decade. Yes. You know, but I don't. No, don't get me wrong. When it's 92 in the morning, which I do not – I mean, that's like
3: – The worst.
2: That's not fun. No. I'm like, you walk outside and it's just immediately hot? Yeah. That's not fun. I have
3: to put sunscreen on at 7 in the morning. The budget <laughs> feels it. Feels right. it real deeply. All right. This is – But it's worth wonderful, the trade-off. But
2: it's, this is deceiving, though. Because people that fly in, they oh. land, they go, like, sunshine. Oh,
3: oh, my goodness. victory is ours. Bikinis and the bottoms. Bring them all down, SpongeBob. And it's like 50 degrees. Right.
2: Yeah, you Literally. wake up in the morning and – it's always it always amazes me because you could tell the buy
3: robe uh, they're like ninety dollars.
2: You could tell who the tourists are that come from like northern Europe, like Britain and stuff, because mm-hmm. they'll still be out of the pool. it will be like sixty degrees, yeah, and they're they don't out care. Pu- they're putting sunscreen on yeah. and wearing you know loud red shorts and just having the time in the be Great. I mean, great. Well, if it's fantastic. they
3: see the sun in general, just right. like the orb through the clouds. I, like, what is this?
2: Even, the thing is, it's not warm. I'm like, have you not seen British comedies? It's, it's like, not warm here, Paul. <laughs> it's not warm. The sun comes out and it's like, it's oh. all
3: nippy in here,
2: yeah.
3: ever so slightly.
2: <laughs> yeah, you've got it right there. All right, coming uh, down the pike here, we're going to talk some hockey, uh, some rough news for the Golden Knights. That's going to kick things off. Also, uh, what's wrong with the Rams? We're going to try to dissect that. And our good friend Nate Lundy, host of the Fade the Noise podcast, and You Bet Tonight on a number of regional cable sports channels will be joining us at 425 to dig into week number 11, which just kind of comes right after week number 10. Weird how that works. Yeah, after last night's consecutive numbering uh, debacle in uh, San Francisco for the Rams. We will talk about that later in this hour. But first, our top five talkers for today. It's your Daily Checkdown, powered by Odyssey Sports, number one. Lindsay, I'm letting you have this one. This just sucks.
3: Yeah, Marshy's in COVID protocol, which is an absolute disaster. And, you know, a guy who had his 100th and 101st goals the other day uh, was hanging out with Robin Leonard unmasked just a couple of days ago as well. But Leonard tested po- or negative yesterday and today, so he's available. Uh, we'll be in the Nets tonight, but Marshy's going to be out for at least 10 days. He joins Will Carrier on that list, among other names that we've discussed at length for a variety of reasons.
2: And we just can't stay healthy. Yes. This uh, this crew is having uh, a lot of trouble.
3: Yeah, Riley Smith is just shouting into the void. Friends! Misfits! No.
2: Nope. Yeah. Anybody? No, nope. it's, it's, it's just you. It's the Will Smith meme, right, in Fresh Prince, where he's just standing by Correct. himself.
3: Just devastating. <laughs> God, there's nothing worse. Well, there are, few, there are things that are worse, but few moments in life where the feelings are so real, standing in the emptiness in a place where you used to live and all the layers that that used to mean.
2: Right. And now nobody's around. No one's here. But at
3: least Mark Stone's back in the lineup and uh, everyone else. We're rolling. But we're going to need everybody to to be doing that themselves because it's quite the competition they have in the Carolina Hurricanes tonight. Uh, Hopefully somebody else can go bar down.
2: Yep. We'll uh, bust that out here coming up in 12 minutes. Jonathan So covid Number two. The time period after every Super Bowl is the most coveted time period when it comes to watching television. We've seen the debuts of many a show.
3: Like Bull.
2: (laughs) Bull, right. Uh, This Is Us on NBC was one of the more kind of positive ones. And The Simpsons on Fox tended to do that year after year after year. X-Files, too, uh, back in the day. But... This year is a little stranger because the Super Bowl overlaps with the winter Olympics. So a once
3: in a lifetime affair. We didn't right. dun, build any dun, of our commercials dun, dun, around it.
2: Dun 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 dun. So what they're gonna do is they're gonna run Olympic stuff.
3: Yeah, right after the Super Bowl. Those are in Beijing. Yes. Time difference. Slight. Yep. So it should work out great.
2: Uh ten thirty PM so seven thirty hour time uh will be roughly 11 30 in the morning in Beijing
3: this is the year to take the day after off
2: right so like actual legitimate like live events too Correct. which they're looking at hockey snowboarding and medal rounds of figure skating
3: the sport only Americans love to the thing that we have made all about the Americans but it's technically about the world so right? we have
2: yeah so they will they will Perfect. run with the Olympics Perfect. immediately after the Super Bowl so I'm thinking, exactly
3: what Maria Taylor had in mind.
2: They they need to put the ski jumping on just to get people. All oh, right, right.
3: You're saying off the ramp. You want that? Or you want moguls? Or do you want super G? Those are fun to watch. But if someone yeah. goes down, that's straight up not a fun time. Right, all yeah, of a sudden, the damper on the party right, is very very heavy. Right,
2: tearing of all the CLs.
3: Correct. You're like, are they still with us? Right. Confirm so, or deny?
2: We will see what happens. But yeah, after the Super Bowl coming up in February, it will be the Winter Olympics. The Winter Olympics. Number three. Coach K's grandson is in trouble. If it doesn't really mean a lot to you right now, realize that Coach K's grandson is also a member of the Duke basketball team.
3: Mm.
2: He faces DWI charges, was arrested for running a stop sign, and who also happened to be in the front seat is even more notable, who could be a top NBA draft pick, Mm -hmm. uh, was sitting in that car as well. Uh, they're saying they were right at the limit in terms of a uh, legal intoxication of driving.
3: Except that Severino was underage, technically. Right. At the age of 20. So Correct. any right. alcohol the system is technically illegal for him, although right. a few of us have taken in a few libations early ourselves.
2: <sighs>
3: but this stuff, I, I, how many more cautionary tales do we need we to be doesn't. like, call someone else up? Literally, Severino your grandpa is the guy your mom has a job in the athletic department i'm guessing dad works there too it's all good it's a university it's duke we know exactly what's going on over there you're a walk-on we know what you are that's probably why you're at the wheel and not the guy who's supposed to be the top prospect of the league but it doesn't matter because you're doing stuff you shouldn't be doing stop being so dumb why are we all being so dumb go get a tattoo or something that's literally more responsible at, than this decision.
2: At Duke, they don't uh, deal with this internally as a, an athletic department. This actually goes straight up to university officials in terms of actions.
3: Yeah, since so those disciplinary boards are always so swift and justiceful.
2: Right, well, I don't think Especially when it's, a,
3: you know, one of our own.
2: They're not playing tonight.
3: No. Um, this is going to be a very interesting uh, just case in the next few days because typically, typically, Paul – I mean, I'm not saying you kick the the, the people off the team, because I've gotten in trouble for, for underage drinking before during my college career, but I certainly didn't get behind the wheel. So there will be repercussions. To what degrees? Well, we'll have to find out.
2: There it is. There it is. Number four. Here come the Guardians. It's official. After a... Day where everyone was complaining about why can't we buy our new Guardian stuff in Cleveland?
3: I want to buy things in America.
2: Twenty four hours later, you can now buy the stuff.
3: We want the inflation on the side. Yes.
2: The lawsuit has been resolved between the Guardians of Cleveland, who existed as a local roller derby club. And Did they the, figure out that lawsuit? Yes, yet? that's what this is. Oh, and, sorry. Uh, yes, that's what this is, Lindsay. And the <laughs> Cleveland Guardians They've have an amicable amicable resolution. This was announced today. A joint announcement.
3: Yay! The Indians
2: can change over to the Guardians because they had to delay it yep. because they were literally supposed to put stuff on sale yesterday. Because but the
3: roller derby said you can pass, even though it's technically uh, against our nature as well.
2: Right. So the official name change will will move through. Uh, Victory essentially,
3: screech. Yeah.
2: So they can actually. They can actually sell their jerseys and stuff in time, of course, for the holidays.
3: Sweet. So any t- Free shipping so the- over a hundred dollars in your cart, probably. All I
2: know is I can expect some of the first bobbleheads to involve roller derbies.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. Front page. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, it's- they got something out of it.
2: Yeah. Well, there will be two guardians in Cleveland: a yeah. baseball team and a roller derby club. Number five, big league weekend is back in Las Vegas. After a one year hiatus due to the dreaded COVID 19. Damn you, COVID 19. The
3: (laughs) curse you.
2: Seriously. Yeah, you screwed up everything. But at least it's back. Big League weekend is back. They will play at Las Vegas ballpark. They played there in 2020 and then obviously, I mean, in 2019, then they shut it down last year and they're. did not do it in 2020. We're
3: going to take a break.
2: They took a break.
3: Time is a social construct. We get to start again. Yeah, they announced, Who's coming here?
2: They announced it was coming back four days ago. Now the teams we know will be the Cleveland Guardians. The Guardians. The Guardians.
3: And all their galaxies.
2: And the Oakland Athletics.
3: Oh, you mean our team that's just going to stay here? What, just go over a sleepover except for forever.
2: <laughs> right. right. Yep. Can I stay at Jimmy's house again?
3: Just for dinner. Promise. Right, yeah. haven't seen you in three weeks. Yeah. It's been quite a project we're working on.
2: Uh, so the games will be saturday and sunday march 12th and the 13th two games tickets are available right now actually it's just 20 bucks a seat oh damn uh to get in and cleveland and oakland did do this in the inaugural ballpark uh, skybolt big weekend back We've in 2020 skybolt
3: on our team he's on our triple a team here
2: he was he he was promoted to oakland yes
3: what a kick-ass
2: name. yeah he moved
3: skybolt yes He he was started here. Uncle Zeus has to show up for that game.
2: Lightning. You know. (laughs) You know
3: Uncle Zeus is showing up.
2: He could. (laughs) I suppose. Oh, man. Uh, So, yeah. It'll be a good time now that we know both. And you can go get yourself a party deck or a party suite or just some seats because those are available However, if there's a television issue, they will change the game times, not the dates. Right now, they're set for 105 in the afternoon for both those games.
3: Maybe I'll go to that. be a warm-up weekend for my birthday weekend, and then the next weekend after that, Dua is in town. It's just an action-packed March.
2: Right. Well, she's just coming in to bet uh, on March Madness.
3: Okay. Well, I'll have to Dua. sit at the window. That's right.
2: You can just hang out with her. At, yeah. At, um... Dua! That's right. <laughs> You're a hero. I wonder if Dua plays the parlay.
3: Probably. Do a leap of parlay. Probably. She should. Maybe. She's got a lot of friends.
2: She does indeed. Uh, So it's Cleveland and Oakland coming to Las Vegas in March for Big League Weekend, which is back.
3: So is property retention just like a qualification to be able to play here? I don't know. You didn't get my joke. It's okay. I didn't. That's all right. I forgot it already. (laughs) Also, check back on the podcast, which is free on that Odyssey app.
2: It is. It's free indeed. Just make sure you hit the heart. Heart. (laughs) In the upper portion of the screen, after you search out "Bet Las Vegas." All right, there's your check down. powered by BetQL. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app. Visit BetQL.com today. Up next, the Golden Knights will try to take a step forward. Lindsey Brown and Paul Ihander, the playmakers, exclusively on 11:40. The bet.
3: I know this song.
2: I do too. We dance to this song in my house.
3: This is a all the time. Straight up banger. Yeah. It hasn't hit the the second I hear this song, I need to next it because it's still that good. That says yeah. something for how much it has been played in the last two years. She released that album in twenty twenty, Dua Lipa, yeah. Future Nostalgia. So huge fan, Marcus. Much uh, better than yeah, our yeah, like yeah, yeah, disco, yeah. tango, Foxtrot, Sandra Bullock <laughs> film music that we've been listening to <laughs> to listen to. Oh,
2: we could find some segments. of that. I'm sure we're
3: good. Let's keep people you know tuned in as as much as humanly possible.
2: This is the the tweet of the afternoon so far related to hockey. Okay. Defenseman Connor Corcoran's been recalled to Henderson from the EECAO chills, Fort Wayne Comets by the Vegas Golden Knights. So Connor Corcoran's in Henderson, like the rest of it could have just, you know, self edit kind sure. of thing. I'm just I'm assuming that he's gonna be up with the big club because we have tired legs on defense right now at some point.
3: Yeah, and I mean, we have uh, Jonathan Marsh, so that, that's, that's out of the lineup, too. And, you know, this team is always dealing with, you know, we'll have a defenseman play forward, and we'll have a forward-play defenseman because our defenseman keeps stepping up and thinks that they're a forward. So it's just this massive, discombobulated mess that somehow ends up with more goals in the opposition's net than ours, at least as of late. But guess what? Same thing to Carolina, except they're doing it better.
2: I've been to this grocery store before. You walk mm. in, You walk in with a list— and you know exactly what you're going to buy, and then you pick up a couple of things right away, and you're like, "All right, I got that, I got that." And then when you want the one thing that you need, like the one ingredient, mm-hmm. you're forced to buy something because they're out,
3: they're out of stock.
2: So, all right, okay, so I'm going to go grab the 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 generic equivalent, the president's choice of whatever brand name it might be. Sure. And I grab that, and then I go down the next aisle. Wait a second, they're out of that too. Mm-hmm. So I got to grab something else. That's the Golden Knights this entire season so far,
3: basically, basically, yeah. consistency
2: has been a huge problem just trying to, I mean, I'm guessing that's just one of the bigger things. And we were talking about injuries, COVID obviously taking its toll now on this team, Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately. Uh, But now it's like, okay, well, let's get on the ice and kind of see what happens at this point. I'm not sure that's a great game plan, right?
3: Well, I mean, that's that's not really the game plan. They have their their systems that they've relied upon. They're they're finding ways to win games. They were down two nothing early on uh, against Vancouver. Now Vancouver's not exactly the most uh, fortified fortified mental problem in in terms of solving a team. Um, but but they still have to show up. They're still finding ways to show little signs of improvement here and there. And then obviously the inclusion back uh, of Mark Stone into the lineup on Saturday will continue going forward. That's a huge deal, and and we know how big of a deal uh, that is, just the multi-layered nature of it. And, I mean, it's always a little bit uh, of a curious – game when we're playing teams that we don't see very often on the east coast and you have them one here and then one away and then maybe we'll see in the playoffs if we ha- if we have a really a, it's great It's been a time. few years
2: since we've seen Carolina.
3: And of just like what do you expect what do you bring how much uh, prep do you go into and it's just such a departure from what last season was when you're seeing the same six or seven teams every time you're just right. it, it's it's a true encyclopedia written versus just kind of your your Google search and then find that definition on the Merriam-Webster thing. Um but you just kind of trust in, in what and what you have at your disposal, which is a really good defensive core, uh, a goaltender who's playing lights out, especially in situations where it's chaotic in their own zone in front of their own net, um, forwards that are finding ways to be opportunistic and being more defensively responsible than they were earlier on in the season. Like it's not going to just be a snap and everything's good to go. Just like in terms of getting all the names back in the lineup, but it's the same thing of piecing together these games and what is asked of each player. On any given night, and against any given opponent, because uh, fourth line's job one night to hit and grind and and just keep you know so and so in in this place could change the next game because all of a sudden you know uh, they're dealing with the Derek Stepons of the world who've been uh, more than a few laps around this league and and deep into the playoffs. He's down there on their fourth line, Seth Jarvis, who had a goal the other night for the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, in their game against the St. Louis Blues, Jordan Martinuk, Jordan stalls on that third line, like Jesper Foss, like those are good ass hockey players that are in the lower parts of their lineup. That's a problem, a great problem that we've had to uh, quote unquote deal with as the Golden Knights in previous seasons. Right now, not so much, but with the Rod Brindamore coach team, the Carolina Hurricanes, you know that they're going to bring their lunch pail. You know that they're going to bring their worker boots. And so we at the very least have to do the same.
2: A big challenge. Now granted it's a start of a road trip for the hurricanes, so they're not as taxed as mm-hmm. they as they would be, say, if this were the fourth or fifth game of the road trip. Correct. So you know they're gonna come out firing. Frederick Anderson has been He's not
3: playing tonight, uh, though, uh, uh, I don't but think. But if
2: he's not, Lights that's probably the best news for the Golden Knights Straight today. Up.
3: He's uh, the leader in the clubhouse in pretty much every statistical goaltending category. Freddie Anderson, he has 15.3 goals saved above average. So those are the ones that should have gone in that haven't yet this season. Uh, 1.77 goal, goals against, but Auntie Ronda, who we are very familiar with during his time. Uh, as a netminder for the Arizona Coyotes. He's dealt with a lot of injury problems so far this season, so nothing new in the theme from his time from the Arizona Coyotes, but uh, still one zero and 0 has had made two appearances this year, 2.5 goals against 90 save percentage. Uh, but they're going to play well in front of him, and this is a team that generates a lot of their offense through their defensemen, maybe not necessarily scoring, but you can bet your ass that Tony D'Angelo is going to be looking for Sebastian Ajo on the weak side uh, backdoor, especially on the power play. There's been... So much offense generated through him and Brady Shea and their second pairing defensively. And we're not even talking about Jacob Slobin, who pretty much, if you skate near him with the puck, he will take it from you. He's defensive Mark Stone. That's what he is.
2: Outside of game number, I would not even say one. This is this is the toughest test that besides Nights the have.
3: Edmonton game, which they I don't even know if they were, were really in.
2: Right, you know this this is are still
3: kind of in the shocking shocked phase. Right, there's,
2: this is more of a litmus test, a true litmus test for this team mm-hmm. based on where they stand right now. And yes, it sucks that that marchy's out. It it's sucks not like that this. Bill Carrier is out.
3: Overwhelming specific skill set that they can beat you with. Like, Caroline is a team that is good at a lot of things. And Edmonton's a lot better than what they have been in the past. But anytime you're operating at a fit near 50% power play percentage conversion, like, that's ungodly. And so it's easy to start chasing. It's easy to kind of get into whatever chiropractic position they want to put you in. Because once you get a lead, you start taking more chances. You start being a little bit more emotional. Whereas that disciplined game... That we've talked so much about this this entire season that they've been building up uh, with every game that they do play with the Golden Knights. That's what's going to be needed against Carolina because you got to beat them the hard way, and you got to beat them uh, upstairs first. So you got to make sure you don't get taken advantage of.
2: They lead the Metro Division right at the top of the table. Which is the best division,
3: and, except for the Pacific. And you they've know. been
2: back and forth in their last few games in terms of wins and losses. But the the losses that they've taken, you know, one was to the Florida, who is leading all of the NHLs. Yeah, they're smoking uh, right when now. When it comes to points, they can't do anything. They, they, they aren't doing anything wrong. And I think that's... That's where the Hurricanes have a little bit of an advantage. Again, coming in. It's the first game of their roadie. It's not the last one. It mm-hmm. helps them. You know, they are coming off a win, much like the much like the Knights are, but they've been winning they've been winning decisively in in and in, in multiple categories. There's not a lot of weakness when it comes to the Hurricanes, except for the fact that I guess if they're gonna go with Ronta tonight, it is the technically the backup goalie.
3: Yeah, I mean, even their third pair D, Brendan Smith, Riley Smith's brother making it his, making his uh debut at least in a Hurricanes uniform in this building he even had a goal the other night with Ian Cole, who is a mean, mean guy, in front of that net. Spent time with Minnesota and Colorado last season. Top to bottom, they're one of the most talented teams in the league.
2: Not expecting 11 goals tonight then, are we? I mean, Between the two teams. Who
3: knows? Who? No, who you know. Knows? You know. I don't it can't know. be 11. I don't know. I won't know until the game starts, and then I will know. About, I will have a better idea of just who's showing up with what because uh, it's one thing to deal with the loss of William Carlson and then having that game right away, and it's another thing to do that with Marshy. Like, it's, again, a different layer peeled back. Might not be insurmountable, but it's just a it's a new cut, so we need extra bass attrition.
2: Right. It's, it's you know, it's Paul Cotter Yep. and Sven Barchke.
3: Sven! I want to build a snowman, Sven, mm-hmm. but not with that net down in the other end where uh, the opposition usually... Plays in the first and third period because that thing kept getting knocked off. Don't need any delay of game penalties tonight. Is well,
2: that on? that's not on. Uh, that's on the. That's on the ice crew then.
3: Well, it's everyone. on the ice crew. It's on the goalies. It's on the the skaters themselves. It's on the refs. It's on everyone. No, one, nobody's fault, but everyone is to blame. Hockey,
2: right? Mm-hmm. Can't we just and build life. a better goal? I mean, can we construct like a collapsible kind of goal where?
3: Well, it's not going to work very well you when know. you have big-time bodies slamming into it well, all the no, time. Well, I understand that. But what do you want us to build a tent goal? Like, hey, we can't I'm just. There are no bad
2: ideas until they come out. So just I saying. suppose that's. Just, I know, suppose. A Virtual rink. Virtual a virtual, virtual, rink. virtual, net, okay. virtual nets. Okay. Virtual nets. Listen, if we can bring back the 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 light the light up puck
3: during. Don't t- you go. <laughs> You're just grasping at straws. You're just you grasping know, for something. And I straight up, the only answer is hard work and pucks deep. As long behind as that, the goal line or otherwise. As
2: long as that straw is a paper straw, I'll be happy.
3: Oh, my God, the worst. I'm
2: tired of paper straws. There is
3: absolutely like, no structure to those things will, past 10 seconds. Bring, if I bring my
2: own to a bar, don't be surprised. I mean, I'll it's an incentive thing to thing drink in more
3: link. of whatever you're drinking, which, I mean, desai has been putting salt in their water for forever. Spoiler alert. There's a reason why. I'm more thirsty. <laughs> why? But still.
1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You found The Playmakers.
2: Only on 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas. In less than 20 minutes, we're going to give some away. What are we giving away, Lindsay?
3: Oh, we're giving away... A pair of tickets, Paul. And not just any tickets, because we got a lot of shows going on in this town, but not all of them are to the Empire Classic, which is that Gonzaga versus UCLA game on the 23rd of November at T-Mobile Arena. They will have taken the ice out by then or yeah. put the wood flooring over it, maybe with a tarp below it. Make sure the ice doesn't get messed up but that the floor isn't slippery, but we're giving away a pair of tickets. Caller 10 Are we having a call now? We're just previewing. Okay, in a bit. In a bit. bit. Hold your breath, not really. They're
2: going to have to do that twice because the Knights play Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Yep. The Roman main event is on Friday night and Sunday night. So they're going to convert three times over the weekend between basketball and hockey. They go hockey, basketball, hockey, basketball. (laughs)
3: Guardian leviosa, Paul. It's right, yeah. Simple. I don't
2: know. Hey, hats off to those guys and, and gals who have to make that happen. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing technology's just, wild. I'm guessing they just take the take the the glass out and then you know just smooth it over.
3: Yeah, I mean they showed on Sunday Night Football, which wasn't exactly a super fun viewing experience, but in terms of what the UNLV field was, a <laughs> right. turf, and then you have like that giant just floor that slides out from underneath or overhead the other floor, or maybe it's something similar to that in the ice. Yeah. It's, you just take the boards down and they you put something over it. It's not that hard.
2: Right. It's just chilly. Yeah. Just a little chilly.
3: You just want to maintain the integrity of both playing surfaces. And, but we have systems for that.
2: Right. Right. Science is amazing. Correct. You know what's also amazing? Mm. Jimmy Garoppolo.
3: The Lord's light has no limits. It touches everything you see. Simba Mufasa. <sighs> oh that ever will be is the lord's light why did we ever doubt him paul except we didn't everyone else did because our faith is unwavering
2: the 49ers were very well prepared to take Marcus out that the rams <laughs> yeah that was that was quite the uh thank soliloquy you. there thank you um
3: trying to let it loose
2: uh Garoppolo was very on point led them to a, a very long opening drive against the rams how many minutes uh 11 minutes plus
3: so let's just say there wasn't really a settle into your rhythm time for the rams
2: no they didn't they didn't have a chance in this game at all like it was very strange to see and they tried to right. they even tried that fake field goal yeah in the right at the end of the half yeah. and you know 49ers weren't buying it too
3: much too soon probably could have used the the buy the week prior to kind of help smooth over the insertion of Von Miller into the lineup, the insertion of OBJ into the lineup, having Matt Stafford figure out what, what to do without Robert Woods. I just think there was a lot of new cooks in the kitchen there that didn't really know that knew how to, knew how to make the food, but which way do we send it? If it's sous chef is the next on the hierarchical send off.
2: Yeah. You see those, you you hear those stories all the time about, uh, you know, players who learn playbooks because they happen to pick up Madden. You know, like, I'm just going to scroll through Madden and see what the playbook looks like because it's relatively the same and things like that. There wasn't even enough time for for OBJ to get, you know, into no. what the Rams were doing to where, if you were going to get him involved, and I believe towards the end of the game he had been targeted three times, like by the fourth quarter. It's a quarter, very
3: limited sample size. Yeah,
2: there wasn't there wasn't much he was going to be able to do. to begin It's beginning. not
3: his fault that they lost either.
2: No, 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 and that's that's yeah, that's going to be the one thing. say,
3: like, well, the locker room cancer. First of all, he hasn't been in there long enough for it to to really get in. If he is indeed that person, but it's never about one person, and it's never about one mistake or one play. But ultimately, it just felt like L.A. wasn't prepared or at least wasn't prepared for what San Francisco brought. Now, I'm not expecting coaches to have every contingency plan for what if the drive goes 10 minutes? What if it goes 40 yards? What if it goes three passes and then six runs? Like, whatever. But you have to at least be able to re-steady your team and be able to kind of snap out of it, and maybe they've just been operating in more of a smoother pavement so far in their season, just because they ha- they are the team to beat. They've always they had a lot leads. Of talent. Yeah, they've always we can had beat leads. you on a, even if we don't show up with our best stuff most days. But that wasn't the case here,
2: right? And it wasn't the case a week ago either against Tennessee, so where are you they've worried? turned they've turned into kind of garbage performances. To Big where boss Dan is worried, I think they're going to have to make some serious, just kind of. Look at themselves moments here because.
3: Do you go on vacation right now? If you're by week, lots of people go on vacation. I'm not saying if things are going well at work that you shouldn't be able to celebrate away from it. I don't that's know very how, toxic, I don't but,
2: know how banged up they are in terms of injuries and things like. that. But in that.
3: terms of the getting away from the football, no,
2: I think they all have to leave. They all yeah. have, need to leave town. Yeah, they, I don't think they have a choice. And you know, based on based on the fact, you know, for example, you have seen you know Dallas. Dallas has a game against Kansas City this Sunday, and then they come right back again and play on Thursday, much like the Raiders do. It's two games in in 10 days. They get the break after that, so they get this pseudo-buy, but you don't get a chance to recover in in terms of those teams and the losses. The buy for the Rams, which happens to be this week, comes at a very opportune time for them. They can regroup. They can get OBJ into film study, and they can get Von Miller into film study and go, all right, guys, this is kind of what we need you to do. This is how we work things out. Obj, sorry, dude. You literally are now Robert Woods. You yeah, this gonna is run. what you the, are running. Obj,
3: this is what you you signed, You picked your team. You picked your team. You want you want to go chase a ring? Well, that means that there are gonna be other people with bigger fingers that we have to attend to first. And this is what it is. So, as we talked about last week, when it was before he had decided, Obj, you got to do some some searching and be able to manage yourself. In case things start to not go the way, A.K.A. the ball is in your hands, because the team might be winning anyways, and that's a good thing. I don't know. We'll see.
2: Every contender is dealing with this, obviously. I mean, the 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 Cardinals, the adversity spares with, no one. Yeah, have Kyler Murray, and they were on their third string by the end of their game against Carolina. You know, the Rams they you know, went it's they woods. went
3: very very po- uh, poorly into their bye week as well yeah. on a Thursday night.
2: Yeah, incredibly incredibly strongly, and the teams that game plan correctly you know, for the Rams, it just wasn't clicking and it didn't and again that the the issue is it didn't click the week before and so is it is it the teams are finally starting to figure them out or did was there just too much of a hangover from we've talked about off the field stuff but on the field when it comes to the Rams was there too much of a hangover from that loss against Tennessee in which they were just dominated by the Titans I mean they were dominated. and then they come rolling into San Francisco and everybody in that stadium's like ah you know it's it's the Rams they're gonna they're gonna play us tough and whatever it is and the 49ers start the game out and completely disrupt any sort of Rams game planning because yeah. they put him down seven, and they left their defense on the field for pretty much the entire first quarter. Like they had zero answers for Jimmy Garoppolo and especially uh, George Kittle, who yeah. was catching everything thrown at him.
3: Yeah, and just looking at their schedule so far this season, just like looking back, because you know once we get outside of the five week window, we forget everything that has happened. Yeah, prior. of course. They, they're three and all they beat Chicago, Indianapolis, and Tampa Bay, and then they have Arizona at home, and they lose thirty seven twenty. But then they're able to. Win four straight, but two of them are on the road against Seattle and New York. So they have that bye at Green Bay. That's a tough. One. That's a tough one to start with. It's a hard Dodd, bounce bye. back.
2: Yeah, that's clear.
3: Jacksonville at home.
2: All right. I yeah. mean, they're
3: rolling technically. <laughs> sure. Yeah,
2: yeah, um, Arizona,
3: which uh, is hopefully healthy. Hopefully, both of these teams can be healthy as they possibly can be by this point, because you you want to see these divisions decided by the by the best that each team. And has. at that but, point,
2: both teams will be. 12 games into the season, so yeah.
3: At Arizona, Seattle at home, at Minnesota. They'll probably have given up on themselves by then. At Baltimore and San Francisco again. Like, this is a pretty stacked schedule for them down the stretch, minus this Jacksonville game and potentially Minnesota. But we'll see.
2: It'll be interesting to see if they have who steps up and if it's Stafford who makes himself the voice in that locker room. He has to. Kind of going, listen, I, I know what it's like to lose. I've been I've done it for years
3: mm-hmm.
2: how do we rally a special team in place set to and built for a Super Bowl run this season specifically with all the moves that have been made and it sucks that Robert Woods went down but seriously I mean I can't not count how many times Stafford targeted Cooper Cup in that fourth quarter it's like they just let him have everything Cooper Cup Cooper Cup Cooper Cup Cooper Cup Cooper Cup Cooper well, that's ah, what ah, we all do
3: when our when we are not feeling very secure we go for our blankets
2: yeah, Tyler Higby couldn't catch anything yesterday. No. no.
3: Ask Darren Waller about how loved he feels sometimes when Derek Carr doesn't feel so much, though. So. Sure. That works. I
2: just wonder if, if Stafford is is the, going to be that voice in that room.
3: you got to come out and have a very, very solid effort for against Green Bay, if not a win. If not, naturally the media cycle will start spinning this very, very quickly. And that's what they will have shown if that's the case especially coming out of the bye, we talk about it with the Raiders all the time, in motion versus at rest, all of a sudden if you drop a a stinker at Green Bay and you're staring at Jacksonville in the face and maybe they're feeling decently about themselves, what if that goes wrong? Like this whole thing could be uh, a a toilet bowl, but that's how thin the edge is for each one of these teams, no matter how talented they are.
2: All of a sudden the 49ers find themselves in a a chance to battle back, which... You get a win like this. It, it, it wins like this propel teams. The
3: Lord's love endures, Paul.
2: <laughs> wins like this can propel teams. And guess what they? It what the forty nine ers have next. Jacksonville.
3: Yeah, Jacksonville. Easy. I'm like, let's. Sorry, call- like Seattle has to win this weekend. Yes, they have to win this weekend. Otherwise, you're done. Because just just by San Francisco beating L. A. last night, you you were already securely put in fourth place. Well, now you're even more so.
2: San Francisco's run is that This is shaping
3: up to be very favorable for most of my preseason predictions. <laughs> I just got to tell you.
2: San Francisco's run isn't that difficult. I don't
3: hate it. I don't hate it.
2: It's not moving forward. Especially
3: if we got pregame Lort. Uh, What do they call it where it's the A side, B side when they're running tape A, tape B on the TV. What do they call it? A roll? A roll, B roll? You're watching yeah, the Lord yeah. up there like, oh, look, yeah, it's you boy. i like, that's yeah. right, the Lort. some B roll, yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I already did such a good one. I'm just gonna leave it where it is. Then yeah, yeah,
2: make that happen. Coming up next, baseball's hot stove certainly heating up. Paul Liehander and Lindsey Brown, the playmakers,
1: exclusively on 11:40. The bet. Let's just give away the tickets,
2: Lindsey.
3: You mean the pair of tickets to the Empire Classic that if you're Caller 10, you can totally win. It's two tickets to the Gonzaga and UCLA matchup at T-Mobile. we on November 23rd. Caller 10, number is 702-733-5968. Call right now. Like, there you go. Right now.
2: Want going to get you into the building. Yes. Caller 10, 702-733-5968. Major League Baseball's hot stove is underway. At least it's moving forward. Noah Syndergaard signing with the Angels, one year, $21 million.
3: Yeah, one of those pitchers out of there.
2: Toronto Blue Jays pitcher Jose Barrios, who was dealt from the Twins last season, $131 million extension to stay with Toronto. Of course. Of course. And they're now giving out Manager of the Year awards, Gabe Kapler, the Giants Manager of the Year for the NL.
3: Oh, another uh, start add year tramp stamp. The right, Giants right. Wall of Fame.
2: The AL's coming up. It could be, uh, it could be Dusty Baker. Yeah, actually, he could get that.
3: Dusty Bebe. He
2: could get that. But that's not the big news today. What is it? The big news is that Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grint, and Emma Watson are going to reunite next year.
3: I was literally just rolling across. This is going to tell you this during the break. I was like, you know what? Let's save it. That's amazing. They're
2: celebrating the 20th anniversary, and they're bringing everybody back.
3: Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas! I don't know why this will be
2: on New Year's Day. Um, uh, they're bringing everybody back. Everybody. Um, Gary Oldman. Yep. Helena Bonham Carter.
3: Obviously. Tom
2: Felton. Yep. Uh, all the other. Up. All the other characters. Um, yep. obviously. Uh, what
3: about Neville Longbottom? Because that, that's the one that everybody wants to be yep. friends with now. Matthew because let be let's there, just yes. say he had a glow up when he grew up.
2: Yes, he will be there as well.
3: Excellent. Lee Jordan. Will he be there?
2: Uh, I don't have the full list That was list his character name. I
3: forget what the actor's name who played him, but I do know he was in How to Get Away with Murder.
2: So, yeah, they're going to do all the, all the- Even our
3: Pats? Is our Pats showing up?
2: No. You... No.
3: Cedric Diggory still dead.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. They, still dead. They did kill him off.
3: Yeah. Well, the, the wasn't the peoples that did it. It was Voldy.
2: So, Harry Potter 20th anniversary returned to Hogwarts on New Year's Day.
3: Yo. It's a magical time. We'll have that leading into the uh, Winter Classic.
2: The fact that they're getting everybody back—it's
3: the twentieth—is
2: impressive. No, that they're all willing to come back because there's a lot of movie franchises out there where there's usually like one kind of person. Like, yeah, you know, I've already relived that. It's like Sex and the City is being rebooted, right?
3: Right, but they all you know did their shows later on in life. You gotta remember these these people met when they were kids. Like, they grew up together. This is as much like a a youth hockey team reunion as anything else. And so I'm sure they've all gotten together several times and obviously in in different bits and pieces. But this is a a huge deal. And then obviously you have to remember the the members of the cast that aren't there. And first and foremost, I know he's not the only one, but Alan Rickman. Snate. Like, it's just, it's, it's, those moments are very necessary. and, And to honor that is awesome, but it's, they're tough because time keeps passing, and with that, people do too.
2: I don't see uh, Harry Potter's uh, uh, aunt and uncle here at all.
3: <gasps> well, we do know uncle. He also passed away. But Right. Um, gosh, what's her name? She's in Killing Eve. She's in so much stuff. I love her. She's great. Aunt Petunia. I forget her name. Um, she'll probably be there.
2: I hope so. She's in
3: every British anything.
2: I think everybody will – this was – I think this is more anticipated than the friends reunion.
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: And the friends reunion was pretty like I said, exact. It, I mean, really.
3: They're just they're they're two they're 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 two different religions basically. But the 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 buy-in for the for for the fan base is second to none. Harry Potter blows friends out of the water. Does. Blows most things out of the water.
2: I just think it's cool. Now. That's pretty cool. So you
3: got to eat the gillyweeds. You don't have to come out of the water. You can stay down below, and the mermaids will just chase after you. <laughs> right. and you don't have to, you know. It's there temporary, we... though.
2: That's, uh, yeah, that's cool. That was
3: before Cedric died.
2: So, listen, you got baseball and Harry Potter.
3: Yeah. It's a huge week for Quidditch on our program.
2: Yeah, we have been talking a lot of Quidditch. Out I lately. love
3: it. I <laughs> love it a lot.
2: All right, football four coming up on the way, and uh, Nate Lundy will talk uh, some extra football with us at 425. Stick around as the Playmakers rolls on for a Tuesday.